0: We were designed to hunger for the deep things of God, to thrive on faith and wonder, to seek out divine wisdom that defies human logic. We were designed to unlock the mysteries of God. This is Breathing Underwater. Hello everyone. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Margot. This is Breathing Underwater, and this is a dream interpretation podcast where we are going after that very thing. We are going after the interpretation of our dreams because we believe that God speaks divinely through our night dreams, through every night dream, if we have ears to hear and eyes to see. And we are journeying together and learning the language of God and leaning on the Holy Spirit. And it has been a beautiful, deep, and somewhat intense journey so far. This is episode 15, so there are 14 previous episodes that if this is your first time visiting, I really advise you go back and listen to those. Even a handful and that's going to give you a really good idea of the foundation that we've already built, which has been really intentional on my part but also on the part of the Holy Spirit and how he's been leading us. So, today in episode 15, I really felt to bring you into some of the process and the behind the scenes of what's been happening over here since posting the episode 14, The Baby Factory with my friend Heather. For those of you who haven't listened to this yet, just stop right now and go and listen to that one before you come back to this. It's going to make a lot more sense because I am going to speak a little bit to what happened there and what's been happening since then. For those of you who have listened to it, you can recognize that that was a really powerful and pivotal time for the podcast, for many of you listening, but also personally for me. And I usually post a podcast every week, and this time it's been a couple weeks, specifically because the Holy Spirit told me to be silent in this time. I found myself the week after the baby factory, with with all of the the battle and warfare that was going on with me, which I'm going to speak to in just a moment. I found myself going, "How do I? How do I even just post a podcast again? I, I don't feel like I can continue on without addressing that." And God just confirmed, "Yes, we've we've crossed into something different, and we're not going back. And just be silent. Let this be a say law." So. If you've ever read the Psalms, you'll recognize the word Selah. If you're reading a Psalm, they'll often be like a part of the poem. And then it says Selah, which means pause, rest, meditate on this. And then it will continue. And then often there's another Selah. But the Selah is an intentional time of just quiet and reflecting on what just was before we move on. And that is really what these last couple of weeks have been for me. So appropriately, I... I'm about to give you the prophetic interpretation for the number 15, because this is episode 15, of course. And appropriately, it is absolutely leading into what I'm going to share today. Um, 15 means, oh, it's so beautiful. It means the rest that comes after deliverance. The rest that comes after deliverance and new direction both of those things which aptly mark this moment that I really wanna bring you into. So the baby factory was 14 and if you remember 14, one of the meanings is deliverance. So this is the rest after deliverance. I'm gonna give you a little bit of the story now just so you have context. And honestly, I think that some of my prophetic story and journey and narrative is gonna resonate with some of you. If you did listen to episode 14, which I hope that you did, you will know that the topic of waiting for the promise of marriage, especially promise of marriage and family, has been at the very core of my life and what I care about and what God has called me to do. And this has been a long journey for me, and it's been an arduous one. And in many ways, it's been, um, not in many ways, in every way. It has been refining, very refining. And it's been 14 years now since God brought me back into covenant over waiting for his best. And it has been pretty much. An onslaught of battles. God has just absolutely had me in the fire over this. But the last seven years of this journey have been the most acute and the most intense. And I have been following him with really specific leading and promises through dreams, through other people giving me prophetic dreams, through just uh, getting words through scripture and visions and all of that. But dreams have been a major major part of this. As you know, I'm a big dreamer, which is why I love to teach on this and why I know it's so important. And I've been tracking with him specifically these last seven years into um, into a lot of hardship and a lot of loss and yeah, really just been in the fire with him over this. And when we came into this new year, God told me that this year was the closing scene. In years past, it had been like, this year is the final battle or this other kind of stance, but this year it was, this is the final scene. And if you know in any movie or play, if you will, the final scene is when everything finally gets taken care of and it all kind of culminates, right? Often with one last blow that looks like it might be a death blow. So I have actually been really standing on this word and stewarding it and holding it and God has been faithfully speaking and moving and leading me through it. And it was just about a week before we recorded this podcast that God started to speak to me about the summertime and the breakthrough and a lot of movement and specifically over June and some restoration happening. June has been a really challenging month for me in this story. And he started to speak to me about moving in restoration in June. And I thought, I need to fast Like this is weighty and this is intense and I can feel like I just need to fast. So I entered into a fast concerning my own promises just around, just before the time that Heather and I had planned to meet to record the episode. So we had already had our meeting on the books and it just so happened that the morning she and I met, I broke my fast. And during this fast, I had been pretty in a lot of pain, pretty sick feeling. I I wasn't sick. It wasn't the flu, but you know that kind of achy, flu-y feeling was pretty intense. Now, I have definitely fasted before, and there's a measure of just feeling awful because nobody enjoys not eating, but this wasn't that. I could tell that there was something more to it, and even the morning that I broke my fast and she was coming, I still felt sick to the point where I was actually laying on the floor in my living room, just praying and going, God, do do we do this? Do I need to just rest? Am I sick? Am I sick? what is this? I was breathing, breathing deeply. And I felt like we really were supposed to do it. And so she shows up and she's like, I'm really nervous, Margo. And I'm like, me too. But we both felt God in it so much that we just pushed record. And of course, what unfolded is what unfolded. And this profound word of God that was just so happened to be so key and at the core for both of us in our callings and what we've been walking through and what we're called to speak on was just released and unveiled. And I could tell during it, like this is weighty and this is happening and this is the Lord and it is time to be releasing this because there has been a lot of waiting on this to actually bring up this topic in any sort of way. I've been waiting on him to to lead the way and he absolutely opened it up. So I knew that it was pivotal and profound and... When we got done recording, I pushed and we prayed to seal the time. And I'm not kidding you, every iota of pain in my body left in an instant. It was completely gone. It was uncanny how much that was connected to what we were doing. I had no idea that a part of my fast was absolutely leading up to this revelation coming up and coming out and being posted. And as I left that time together with her, that's when God made it really clear, oh, we're, this is a game changer. Things are changing. You're going to need new wisdom, more wisdom to navigate this next season. And I knew he was speaking of breathing underwater. I knew he was speaking of my personal life. I knew he was speaking about all of it. Amidst this time, I have been having a lot of dreams, visions, a lot of the narrative around The crossing of the Red Sea, the parting of the Red Sea, I was having dreams about Moses and uh, water births and a lot of language and imagery around floods and waters. And when you walk through the flood, I will be with you. And these kind of scriptures coming back around where it was just very clear, okay, there's really something with the waters. There's really something with the Red Sea, like this is what you're speaking about. It's being confirmed kind of all around me. And so when it came time to actually post the podcast and God was very clear, it's t- the time is now, I realized that it was episode 14. It was going to be episode 14 and 14 has been my number this last six months to a year. And 14 means double completion, double perfection and deliverance. It is like the finality and deliverance and God's oath, like being established. So I knew, wow there's all of this story and narrative around the crossing of the red sea and now this is going to be episode 14 like you're you're moving on this this is this is what you're using to show us how you're moving in this time in my own personal life specifically but i also believed in a corporate way meaning in a in a broader sense <clears throat> many of you might be really connecting with what i'm saying right now i hope so when it came time to actually edit and upload the podcast I, it was very intense. I I don't know what else to say except for it was so intense. I started the editing process and then I would go into really deep travail, which is like intense intercession with a lot of weeping and really just the Holy Spirit moving through my body to intercede for what was happening, for what we were about to release, for what God was doing in this same time frame as us releasing this. And it took me two full days to actually edit through it because of that. I would stop and I'd be weeping and I'd just be under the weight of what God was doing in a really good way. But it was also emotionally really heavy. And so much of my own personal story tied up in this and my own long journey and losses and waiting for vindication and all of this, as well as what I'm carrying for those of you who heard that and are going to hear that and are even listening now. I'm very aware that I am I am prophetically really connected to what's happening in your lives too. And so God is really strategic about what I'm posting here, what I'm saying here, and the revelation that he's sharing with you. So it took two full days for that to actually come together, and then I posted it. And it went live, and the first day and a half, it was just nonsense, meaning like... <laughs> glitch after glitch after glitch I was getting so much feedback hey I tried to listen to this but nothing happened or I could listen to this point and then it kicked me out and it went to a different podcast or I couldn't hear you at all there was like no volume and of course on my end there was absolutely nothing wrong all the audio was there all the content was there I I knew that it was just a push it was a spiritual warfare which didn't surprise me after how all of this was already coming together. But I dug my heels in and I'm like, this is, this is coming out and this is going to be clear. And this is how this is going. So I just stayed in prayer until it finally broke through the evening, afternoon, evening of the 25th. Once that was up, that was on the 25th. I started to feel some relief, but then there was some more waves coming at me. And because God had been speaking about what he was doing in June, I was approaching the beginning of June and I knew there was going to be some more resistance. Um, But I was also starting to get a lot of feedback of how you guys had been impacted by this. And I knew that I knew it was just encouraging to hear how timely it was and how right on it was. And I have a good friend who is a prolific prophetic dreamer and she has dreams about me and my life every once in a while that are always very strategically timed and she contacted me and told me that she had had a dream about me on the 25th of course on the 25th she shared the dream with me and it was um a very firm confirmation of everything that God had been telling me it actually illustrated the whole finishing and ending of this story that I had been in and the fulfillment of God actually bringing things into rightful order in my life and fulfilling fulfilling my promise of marriage and moving forward with family and all of that and this season ending, essentially. And it was just incredibly encouraging. I was so grateful for that. Thank God for dreams. See people? Dreams. It's everything. And it was so vivid the way that he showed me. And it was so nonverbal because it's, you know, pictures and imagery and symbols, but that spoke even more deeply than words. And the kindness of God gave it to someone else who was so faithful to give it to me and this was the kind of dream by the way I can't help but teach on dreams this is just a, this is for free <laughs> she was observing the whole dream she wasn't in it at all she didn't interact she just watched what was happening with me and some other people and a whole time frame and all of that so there was even something about someone else having it to just kind of take all of your own second guessing out of it right if i would have had that dream it would have been super powerful still and spoken the same thing to me. But the fact that it came from someone else, I didn't have the second guessing happening, especially because it was really intense and vivid what was happening in the dream. So, I was really encouraged after happening or after this happened and she gave that to me and just knew, okay, God is really on the move. And it was the next morning that I was in prayer, I was about to go into um some work things i was going to be attending a conference and working i woke up that morning and the lord brought me to exodus 14:14 14, 14. here we are with the 14s again and it's exodus 14:14 14, 14, which of course is when they're about to cross over the red sea and it says the lord your god will fight for you you need only be silent This is at that moment where all the Israelites are right there. They're basically at the banks of the Red Sea. And they're like, well, Moses, did you bring us out of Egypt to die right here? We might as well have stayed there and actually had graves or whatever it was that they said. And Moses is basically like, shut it. (laughs) These, These Egyptians that you see today, you will never see again. For the Lord your God is fighting for you. You must only be still or you must only be silent. God gave me that. It was such a comfort to my heart because he'd been in the silence. He had been in this Selah. He had been in this, like, you don't have to do anymore. So I knew that he was unfolding a deliverance for me and my story and that this was what he was corporately doing as well. And so I've been in a posture of stillness and just yielding to God. And in this, I have had a tremendous amount of battle continue. And I had something actually really, really devastating happen um, just a few days ago. And it feels like that kind of last blow in the final scene where the victory is there and the victory is sure, but there's this kind of last blow where you're just like, is that, is the hero going to (laughs) survive? You know, is this actually going to happen or did, did it like not happen at the last second? And, My faith is in God and my hope is in God. And I know what he has said and I know what he is doing and I know what time it is. And I just actually want to say this to any of you too who are facing this. If you're looking at circumstances or things that continue to happen in spiritual warfare or things that are coming to resist what God has said he's going to unveil for you, what he's going to give you, the promises that he's going to breakthrough in for you. If you're seeing resistance in those things, I just want to tell you they have nothing on the power of God. They have nothing on the power of God and they feel intense and let me tell you I am. I am in it right now. Like it is intense and I am in a lot of emotional pain and I'm exhausted. But I know that God is on the move right now. He's on the move over promises. He's on the move over your promises. He's on the move over my promises and these last ditch efforts. Of the enemy to get us to think that he can hinder us from leaving Egypt. It's not happening. We are leaving slavery, slavery, and and Egypt and hiddenness and oppression in the areas of our life that God is leading us out of that in right now, and nothing will hinder that. God is all powerful. I just have to add, we have been having a lot of storms here, a lot of thunder and lightning storms, which honestly are my favorite thing ever. I just meet God in those in those storms. I meet him so clearly. I meet him in those storms unlike anything else. Some of you really understand what I'm saying. And we've been having, we've been having a lot of those actually. Starting the couple days before I posted the podcast, uh, there were two that same week. And then there's been two or three since then. So really consistent thunder and lightning storms here, which is not the norm for us. It does happen, but it's definitely more novel. And it was during this time that I ended up just through my like devotional reading in Psalm 29. And I'm just going to read this portion because it feels really relative at the moment. Starting in verse three, it says, The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The glory of God thunders. The Lord over mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf and Syrian like a wild ox. The voice of the Lord flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. And then I'm jumping down to 10. The voice of the Lord Sits enthroned over the flood. I'm sorry. The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits enthroned as king forever. And this is the truth. In the storm, in the parting of the waters, as the floods rise, He is Lord. He sits enthroned over them. His voice thunders over them. His voice is over those waters. His voice says you will split they are walking across on dry land this is what he's doing right now and personally I'm in this moment where I'm crossing and I can feel that I'm crossing but I'm not to the other side yet so I just felt like I really wanted to invite you into this moment just to be candid it feels like we're building family here. Like we're really going on a journey together. There are many of you that I've heard from who are keeping in touch with me about how God is touching you through this podcast. I love that. And I'm meeting more and more of you all the time and hearing testimonies. Please keep that coming. And for those of you who are listening, who I may never meet, I just want you to know that I can feel you and and I can feel that there is a community here that God is connecting in the spirit. And because of that, it's really my heart to be authentic and to be real and for you to know me and to be encouraged even by what's happening in my life, because I'm sure many of you are facing these same things. But we as a community of Breathing Underwater, we're going to continue on. I have every intention of continuing to teach on dreams and to do live interpretations. But I can tell that we, we've crossed into something that we're not, and we're not turning back. I don't know what this is going to look like. I don't know what this is going to look like at all, but I'm convinced that we're going deeper. Learning to breathe underwater. <laughs> you know, this, this name was very intentionally chosen by me because one of the most common dreams or reoccurring dreams that I have is being at the bottom of the ocean or being deep down in the water or some body of water. And I'm able to breathe down there. And I have a moment where I'm like, oh, <gasps> can I breathe? And then I can. And I spend time down there and I'm exploring the deep. And God said, yes, Margot, because you are called to the deep. You are called to live in the deep things of God. And we all are. And it it's just a matter of learning to, to stay there and to trust that and to know that realm and to give weight to the unseen realm and the mysteries of God that confront all of our flesh and fleshly logic and human logic and confront our fears. But you see, everything that we see, the natural realm was actually born of the spirit realm. If we go back to Genesis 1, we will see that literally spirit was there already. The unseen and the deep was already there. And then God created land out of that. The unseen realm is where we came from. Our spirit is a, is the truest part of us. It's the eternal part of us. Our spiritual life is of the utmost importance. There is just not enough conversation around this and there's not enough teaching on it. And that is my prerogative is to is to gather those of us who are ready to just stay in the deep and live in the deep and honor the voice of God over every circumstance that might be confronting it and telling us that it's not true. And let me just tell you what, I have had nothing but circumstances that have been calling God's word a liar but I know it's not true. And I have given my life to stand on the word of God to actually say, no, his voice is everything to me. It's everything to me. I see what's happening out there. I see what the world is telling me. I see what my circumstances are telling me. I see even how I'm being counseled by well-meaning leaders, but this is what God has said. And this is where I'm going to hold. This is where I'm going to cling. I'm going to cling to what he has said because his voice is everything. His voice created all and it upholds all and it never returns to him void. And it is not for the faint of heart to dig into this so deeply because the enemy wants to prove him a liar but he's not a liar. He is not a man that he should lie. He is not the son of man that he would change his mind. His word goes out from his mouth like rain and snow, water the earth and does not return to him without accomplishing exactly what he purposed it for. He is absolutely faithful to what he says. And for us to root ourselves in this realm as the truest place, the mysteries of God, the voice of God, learning the ways of the spirit, this is is the way that we walk with God. This is walking in wisdom. This is the return to Eden. This is what this is. So I'm going to close today just saying thanks for going through the Selah. We're going to continue on now. We're going to continue into uncharted territory. There is an open invitation for you to come. Even if you don't know what you think yet, come along. Figure this out. I dare you to, to just let God move in you and speak in you. I dare you to trust him again. Those of you who've had a hard time trusting him, I dare you to trust him again. Listen to me. I understand disappointment. I understand radical disappointment and loss. But where else would we go? He has the words of life. And this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. And there is a war over our faith. There's a war over his lordship, over every area of our life. But he is so faithful to complete what he's done in us. He's so faithful to be with us. There is no other. There is no other name. So let's just continue to dive deep and see what he wants to do. All right. I love you guys. Talk to you soon.